You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are talking about the faith of Abraham and unwavering Puerto Unwavering series. And why unwavering? Because we know that Abraham, he wavered in his faith at times, na parang katulad din natin, pero, you know, maangat pa rin. Ang kagandahan dito, umaangat pa rin yung faith mo. Sino rito yung umaangat ang faith mo araw-araw? Pero si Abraham, there are times that he wavered in his faith. We're going to zero in in another topic, which is faith and waiting. Meron ka bang hinihintay? Ah, di ba? Even sa mga nakikita po natin all around us, uh, there are also cases wherein we want to really um, be in a hurry. In fact, yung uh, ganitong klaseng attitude of impatience, nakikita po yan sa paligid po natin. Lahat mabilisan. Pero ang naapektuhan tayo, the same thing also that people uh, don't also even learn to wait kapag mayroong mga sale. Kapag may mga sale po talaga, as in pinipilahan po yan sa stage, lalo na itong mga tinatawag nilang uh, November 25, Black Friday. If you witness this already and if you probably have been this, Thanksgiving nila, gabi pa lang, doon na sila tutulog. Talagang inaabangan nila to kasi 50% discount ito. So ngaya, ang mga tao, once na nag-open po yung door, talagang as in, ano, wag kang poporma sa gitna dahil malulunod ka sa dami ng taong pupunta. Talagang it will be a stampede. Because people will just go there at nag-aagawan po yan ng mga gamit. Kanya-kanyang hatakan yan. Kanya-kanyang agawan. Walang kristyano-kristyano dyan. Talagang asin, you know, <laughs> kahit na mo ka-church meet po, talagang asin, talagang agawan yan. Okay? So ang iba, hinahatak na ng ano. Hindi, akin yan, akin yan. So ganun. Nag-uumbagan talaga sa loob ng store. Because they can't really wait. Minsan ganun rin po ang attitude po ng iba no, sa atin na kapag halimbawa ang sale tapos biglang bili ka ng bili, pagdating mo sa bahay, pag nahimas-masang ka, bakit ko nga ba nabili ito? <laughs> hindi ko alam. Saan, ano, ano nga bang gamit nito? <laughs> so, hindi mo alam bakit mo nabili. Basta ang alam mo, mura lang. Okay? Basta, basta nakamura tayo. Yun ang importante. Pero hindi mo alam kung saan mo gagamitin. And the same thing also even with people who wanted to be rich, no? yung gusto lang yumaman. Ito po ay pila ng mga tao na gustong yumaman dahil loto po ito. Umabot na po hanggang labas. So, and actually, this is really how it is. People wanted to really get rich dahil gusto nila, shortcut. Kaya doon sa mga tumataya ng loto, I mean, uh, bato-bato sa langit, ang tamaan ay, you know, magising ka. Dahil, kumbaga, ano eh, I mean, you have to really earn and you have to work hard in order for you to earn money. Huwag po yung mabilisan. Kasi kapag mabilisan, lalabas nun, mabilis yung mawawala yan. So you have to really earn and work hard for your family. And not only that, no, hindi lang dito sa area ng money, nagmamadali ang mga tao na yumaman. They also even do that in relationship as well. I mean, you know, through texting, di ba? Pag nag-text, minsan ng mga tao ngayon, yung hindi nadadaan sa mahabang words. Kung baga, alam mo yung mga acronym na lang. Yung tipong, it's good to see you last night, hope I see you again. I enjoy your company. Pati ako hindi ko na alam kung ano sasabihin ko. <laughs> so, sobrang ikli na ito. So, it's good to see you last night, hope I see you again. Oh, just to let you know, I enjoyed your company. Tapos yung TBH na yan, nakalimutan ko na yung TBH, no? To be honest, okay, to be honest, I'm thinking of you. Let's keep in touch. Yon ang ibig sabihin Yan ha, kita mo ha. Millennial ini. Hala nyo ha, millennial ini. So, <laughs> hala nyo, kayo lang marunong ha. Eh, sumagot yung babae. Okay? Lalaki kasi nag-text nito, sumagot yung babae. Ang sagot ng babae, lol. <laughs> Tapos may puso pa, nakatapat. Okay, so yon. So, ibig sabihin, silang dalawa na. Ganong kabilis yan. Okay, mabilisan yan. Talaga, nag-text lang. Pagkatapos nun, after a few hours, nag-text, nakita na agad, eyeball. Pagkatapos, sila ng dalawa. And speaking of that, of course, of relationship, You have to learn to wait, of course, on the day of marriage. 
because sa sobrang bilis minsan napapahamak po ang mga kababaihan especially sa relationship kapag alin man nagpakita ng gilas ng lalaki ay nagbigay lang ng konting flowers tapos uh, kasama pati ang you know chocolate and uh, medyo tinetext lang siya palagi iingat ka kumain ka na ba tapos sabi mo god ang sweet naman niya okay tapos biglang bumigay ka na agad mu na kayo now you're doing the thing that only a couple will do and what's that of course we're talking about intimacy so doon na tayo nagkakaproblema and again there's nothing wrong with sex i mean sex was created by the lord and sex was designed by the lord sex is beautiful pastor ba yan nagpipirisahan na yan okay yes because sex is designed by the lord there's nothing wrong with sex sex is beautiful but sex can be enjoyed only within the boundaries of marriage So it's only within the boundaries of marriage because if you go out of marriage, then you're only inviting trouble because uh, it will affect not only you, but it will also even affect your generation as well. So wag po tayong magmamadali. Kaya nga sinasabi ko sa mga single people, fix it by you know getting married first. And after you get married, then you can do that. Pero naman, magpakasal muna kayo bago nyo gawin. Kahit na live-in kayo, in the eyes of the Lord, that's not right because you are not married. In the eyes of the Lord, that's adultery and that's fornication. So that's why, speak of that, don't be impatient. Fix things first. Pag-usapan ninyo, ayusin nyo kung merong commitment yung isa. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to endorse annulment, but if that person is not yet annulled in his previous marriage, then fix it first. You have to set things straight first. Huwag tayong magmamadali. And these things also even affects and reflects in the things that we do. No? Pati yung mga anak natin naapektuhan. So, sobrang tindi ng mga tao na hindi makapaghintay. Lahat ng nakikita nila sa traffic light, puro green. Okay? So, kumbaga, tapak agad. No? Kumbaga, wala ng red, wala ng orange. Ay, talagang green lahat yan, kaya diretso na agad. So, ganun katindi ngayon ang, you know, ang, ang tao na they can't really even wait for a lot of things. So, that's why the Lord said in His Word, May integrity and uprightness preserve me for I wait for you. Now, if you learn to wait for the Lord, then there will be integrity and uprightness you know, in us. And it develops integrity in us whenever you learn to wait. And it develops uprightness as well. Because ang gagawin natin will be right in following the word of the Lord. It reflects, of course, the attribute and character of the Lord in us. In this particular chapter also, the word wait was also translated as trust in other versions. Because in other versions, In the Good News Bible, the word wait there is trust. So whenever you wait, you are trusting in the Lord. That's what the Hebrew word means. Wait and trust is basically the same. Kasi kapag naghihintay ka, ibig sabihin, nagtitiwala ka. In the book of Psalms as well, 27.14, it says, Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I'd like us to focus on faith and waiting. So ito po yung pag-uusapan natin ngayon. So are you ready? Are you prepared to read the word of the Lord? Let's open our Bible to the book of Genesis chapters 16 verse 1 to 6 and then later we'll jump to 17 verses 1 to 2. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar and Sarai said to Abram, Behold now the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. So after Abram had lived 10 years in the land of Canaan, Sarai Abram's wife took Hagar, the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. And Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. 
May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. Now, what happens after that is, of course, the story of Hagar, wherein the angel of the Lord met her when she left the place. Now, let me jump to chapter 17, verse 1 to 2. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Let us pray, Lord. We lift up once more to you the reading of your word. We believe that your Holy Spirit is here to teach us, to guide us, and to even enlighten us. Lord, we ask and pray that you will help us to see Christ in every page of the scripture. And we also pray that it will change and transform us so that people will see Christ in us. We also pray that those who have not known Jesus Christ yet will even come to the saving knowledge of Him so that they will experience, Lord, the same salvation that we have experienced. Once more, Lord, we thank you, we honor you, we glorify you. This we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what happens when we go ahead of God's plan? Ano ba nangyari kapag alimbawang tayo po ay nauna sa plano ng Panginoon? Alam mo, nagmamadali tayo palagi. Paano mangyari kapag nagmamadali tayo, inunahan natin ng Panginoon? Kasi sobrang ano eh, sobrang impatient po kasi natin. Okay, minsan, there are times wherein people tend to become impatient. How should we wait in faith? Paano ba tayo yung dapat na maghintay na merong pananampalataya? Ano bang dapat natin gawin? And also, why is it hard to patiently wait? Bakit kaya? Dahil ba sa anayari, kapag halimbawang tayo po ay naghihintay, there are things that happens in us kapag naghihintay tayo. And that's what we want to know and we want to learn. Now, what are the outcome of patiently waiting in faith? What are the results? What are the things that happen kapag halimbawang tayo po ay naghintay ng meron pong mahabang pasensya sa Panginoon. And I'm sure that this is beneficial for us. Hindi naman parang ginugood time lang tayo ni Lord. Ah, bahala ka. Ah, tingnan ko lang kung sasagot ako. Basta maghintay ka. It is not about, you know, the Lord trying to parang bring us into a spot wherein parang gugood time lang tayo ng Panginoon. Hindi yon. But the Lord is really building something in us. The first thing that I'd like us to know and to understand about the outcome of uh, patiently waiting in faith is that Waiting patiently for the Lord leads us to trust God's move. Kumbaga, nagtitiwala tayo sa galaw ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. It should be sin in the life of Abraham and Sarai. Yun nga lang nangyari, hindi nakita. So, let me go back to that passage once more. In Genesis 16, 1-2. Now, Sarai, Abraham's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. We have to understand that during the time, sa kultura po nila, kapag halimbawang hindi po nagkaroon ng anak ang mag-asawa, especially kapag halimbawang sila po yung pinaka-master puro ng household, then yung misis na meron pong servant na babae, according sa kultura nila, according sa kanilang patas no, sa kultura po ng ancient Near East, pwede po ibigay nung asawang babae, yung kanyang servant na babae na mas bata, dun sa kanyang asawa, at yung asawa, sisipingan niya yung kanyang servant, at ang mangyari, yung anak po ng servant na yon will be their child. So that's according to their culture. Lumalabas, it's like a legal thing for them. And that's what, again, the problem is that they went against, of course, the word of the Lord. Hindi po lahat ng kultura tama. Meron mga bagay na sa kultura po natin na hindi po tama na kailangan natin i-align sa scripture, sa salita po ng Panginoon. Hindi dahil sa tradition po natin o hindi dahil sa it's being accepted in our culture, eh, we just have to say, yes, okay, gawin natin. But we have to always uh, screen it under the word of the Lord. 
Because if you will not do that, then you will be finding yourself going against the truth of the scripture. Alam naman ni Abraham at saka ni Sarai na dapat eh, hindi ganon. They know that. But however, because ang inisip ni Sarai is that alam nila yung promise. Eh. They know the promise. Alam ni Abraham yung promise. Alam ni Sarai yung promise. But however, iniisip ni Sarai na Teka muna, paano mangyayari na bibigyan tayo ng anak? Eh, ang edad natin ganito na. Nasa edad na tayo na, eh, 75 during the time. How can the Lord do this to us and use me as a vessel? Eh, ang edad ko, eh, ito na. So, probably, hindi kaya yung promise na yun, eh, kay Hagar. Dahil si Hagar, yung anak niya, magiging anak natin. So, that's why they're trying to uh, resolve to something. Ang tawag doon, naging practical lang si Sarai nung mga time na yun. Kaya nga ang tawag ng mga ibang commentators are saying that uh, Sarai is uh, pragmatist. Ibig sabihin ng pragmatist is that she is just trying to be practical about a lot of things. Kaya nga dito sinabi niya rito sa verse 2, And Sarai said to Abraham, Behold now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Or in the King James Version, the Lord restrained me from bearing children. Kumbaga, sinarado na ng Panginoon ang aking womb. So therefore, kung sinarado ng Panginoon ang aking womb, then baka mamaya may iba na womb na gagamitin. Not knowing that the Lord is just, of course, giving them patience to wait, allowing them to wait for His move. And knowing that at the time, no, 75 years old, tapos kailan ba naibigay si Ishmael? Si Ishmael, binigay po sa kanila, I mean, Abraham was 86 years old. So nung binigay po si Ishmael nung 86 si Abraham, dun po sila nagkaroon ng problema because it affected so much the generation of Abraham. And nagkaroon po ng animosity yung generation po ni Ishmael at saka yung generation po ni Isaac afterwards. Because 86 years old, doon lumabas si Ishmael and then binigay po ni Lord sa kanila si Isaac around 100 years old si Abraham. So kung naghintay lang sana sila ng mga around 25 years, they will see the goodness of the Lord. Kaya doon sa mga naghintay, maghintay kayo 20, wala pa namang 25 years eh. So okay lang, okay? So, <laughs> so hindi naman natin sinasabi maghintay ka na 25 years, lalo na kapag halimbawang if you're waiting to get married, baka mamaya 75 years old ka na. So, the point here is that ang gusto natin i-focus doon yung area ng waiting, yung paghintay. Kasi minsan, pag naka one year, tagal na sa atin, two years, five years, ten years, parang patagal na patagal. But we have no idea that the Lord is really building our faith in Him. Yun ang gusto mangyari ng Panginoon. That is why you have to learn to trust God's move. Ano eh? Wala, nagmadali si Sarah. Pero si Abraham naman, bumigay rin. Instead of Abraham saying, uh, you know, that's not right. That's not from the word of the Lord. Maghintay lang tayo. Ang nangyari, bumigay si Abraham, siguro tingin ko lang, tingin ko lang ha, baka ayaw ni Abraham ng gulo. Kasi ang mga husband minsan, para lang, you know, walang gulo, sige, susundin lang nila yung misis nila. Sana naman, you know, you can also even speak as long as it, you think that it is from the word of the Lord. You learn from each other, especially in terms of understanding the word of the Lord. Pero if you learn to be silent, nalabas, you are just tolerating these things. Like for example, Adam also, what happened to Adam, na nahimik lang siya. Kumbaga, sunod-sunod. Now, hindi ko sinasabi, mga misis, okay? Ano, huwag niyo naman kayo magalit sa akin. Hindi ko sinasabi, huwag kayo magsalita. Magsalita po kayo. Pero ang sinasabi natin is that the husband must of course learn to speak out if something is wrong. The husband will be the one to lead of course. Kapag halimbawang, tama ba yan? Okay, ito ba yung sinasabi ng word? Teka, parang hindi yata tama. That's the problem with Abraham. Hindi niya na-remind si Sarai with regards to the word of the Lord. And I would say also that probably siguro na pressure na si Sarai. Because kapag wala kang anak ng mga time na yon, ang tingin ng tao sa'yo, curse. Kaya kailangan, the more children, the merrier. The more children, 
bless ka ng Panginoon. Kaya pag umabot ang anak mo ng mga 14, 13, 17, talaga as in, wow, bless na bless ka. We understand also today that children are a blessing from the Lord, reward from the Lord. Pero hindi po natin sinasabi na gawin din natin yon na magkaroon tayo ng mga 13 na mga anak at saka 17, baka mamaya eh, hindi natin mapag-aral yung mga bata. The point there is that because their children will be their protector eventually and will be the one also even to take care of them when they get old. That's their culture. So kaya para sa kanila, tinitingnan yon sa kultura po ng Israel. So that's why Sarah is already being pressured no, pagdating sa puntong yon. And I would say it's also the same with us. Minsan tayo kaya naman tayo nag-i-impatient kasi minsan kabahado na tayo eh. Kinakabahan tayo. Baka mamaya hindi mangyari. Baka mamaya parang wala yata nangyari. Ako na lang kaya ang gagawa ng paraan. Parang wala nangyayari ah. Nakaka-pressure kasi ang iba, tinatanong ako palagi. That's what happens, you know, to a believer kapag na-pressure kung ano-ano yung nangyayari kung ano yung ginagawa natin. Many times, it we go against the word of the Lord already. So that's why for Sarai, ang tingin niya parang, uh, i-open pa ba ni Lord yung womb ko? Baka hindi na. Baka mamaya meron gagamitin si Hagar. At yung anak ni Hagar, yun mag anak natin. Aba, ang nangyari, you know, nag-isip siyang nagtrabaho. In other words, nagmarunong si Saray. Kaya tayo, huwag tayong magmamarunong. Okay? Mas marunong si Lord sa atin. Kumbaga, mag-trust na lang tayo sa Kanya. Kasi si Lord naman talaga marunong sa atin. God has His own calendar. Alam ni Lord yan. Go into my servant, it may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abraham listened to the voice of Saray. Ang problema rito, nakinig siya, hindi niya in-exercise yung leadership niya to correct Saray in that sense. And I would say also that we have to learn to trust God's move. Kung ito yung move ng Panginoon, in this case, no, sa negosyo mo, kung hanggang dito pa lang, huwag ka magmamadali. Merong way si Lord para iingat ka at i-prosper ka. Don't you worry about that. Because this is God's move. Huwag kang magmamadali na, you know, pag pumasok ka sa isang kumpanya at ito yung iyong posisyon, pagkatapos lang ng mga ilang buwan na inip ka, aalis ka na kagad. You have to learn to trust the Lord. Promotion comes from the Lord. It does not come from men. So you have to go back to trust the Lord because hindi mo alam kung paano mag-move ang Panginoon sa buhay natin. I would say that this takes faith to really believe that the Lord is the one who's going to move in our life. That is why I'm not surprised if the book of Psalms says, Psalm 62 verse 5, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from Him. Ang hope natin na sa Panginoon. Wala sa mga nakikita po natin. And I would say that what really also makes people impatient is not only, of course, You know, they are fearful, kabado na sila, because baka mamaya nakakahiya eh. Baka mamaya nakakahiya kapag halimbawang rin ako ng pray na magkabahay kami, hanggang ngayon wala pa rin bahay, eh meron ng open door dito, kaso nga lang kailangan ko maglagay sa gobyerno, kailangan ko mangutang sa ibang mga tao para lang masabi na inanswer ni Lord ang prayer mo. Let's not be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry to fulfill those things. Baka mamaya ikaw na yung gumagawa ng paraan, hindi na si Lord ang gumagawa ng way na yun. You have to go back to the Lord and trust Him and say, Lord, I will just trust your move. Whatever happens, I will have to place my full trust in you. Kung kailangan ko maghintay for several years, then let your leading be fulfilled and let you be followed in my life. Kahit ano mangyari. Kung wala pang open door para ma-aprobahan yung visa mo papunta sa ibang bansa, then wag ka magsisinungaling sa konsol at sasabihin mo na wala ako mag-anak sa states. Wala, wala, wala talaga. Pero yung pala, isang damakmak na mag-anak pala na sa states. Magsisinungaling ka pa. Let's not do that. But let's be honest. Kung halimbawa ang sinabi mo yung totoo at na-deny ka, then so what? Hindi pa kalaoban ng Panginoon. 
eh kung halimbawa na-approve ka, tapos biglang yung pala, nagsinungaling ka, kaya ka na-approvean. At sasabi mo, wow, will na Lord ito. Anong will na Lord? Yung magsinungaling ka? At kapag may nangyari sa'yo sa States, Lord, bakit nangyari sa akin ito? Bakit hindi ako makahanap ng trabaho? Eh, inunahan mo si Lord eh. Ikaw na kaya maging Lord. Malitan kayo ng posisyon. Mas marunong ka pa sa Panginoon. You have to learn to trust Him. Because if you will not learn to trust Him, then you will not really know how He will move in your life. Waiting patiently for the Lord leads us to trust God's move. Second is that waiting patiently for the Lord leads us to know Him more. Mas nakikilala natin ang Panginoon habang naghihintay tayo. So in other words, kilalanin mo na gusto si Lord. Nasubukan mo na bang mag-travel ng medyo malayo-layo at kasama mo yung misis mo habang papunta kayo ng Baguio. O kaya, let's say you're going abroad, tapos nasa aeroplano kayo, ang gagawin mo? Mag-uusap kayong dalawa, syempre, at mas makikilala mo ng gusto, yung misis mo. Because in that way, habang naghihintay kayo, habang you know, you're going to that direction, you are getting to know each other. And the same thing also with the Lord. Yun nga lang, the problem with Sarai, again, the contrast is this. And Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace. And sinisisi niya si Abram. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. In other words, denigrade niya ako. May the Lord judge between you and me. Ang tingin na ngayon niya sa Panginoon is like, you know, nagbago ni image si Lord, naging judge ng Panginoon. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. In other words, the judging did not really come from the Lord. The judging came from Sarai. To the point ang nangyari na maltrato ng niya ngayon si Hagar. I mean, if Sarai and Abram learn to, to just wait and trust the Lord, then I believe that they will get to know the Lord even more in their life. Not as a judge, but as a God who is their comfort, as a judge who is really faithful to His promise. And nakita natin yon sa time ni Hagar. Nung iniwanan ni Hagar si na Abram and Sarai, Namaltrato na eh. Kawawa si Hagar. Imagine after using her, tapos biglang pinaalis mo. And she found, of course, herself, you know, in a place where nobody will, of course, take care of her. Kasama niya kanyang anak. And wala siyang pwedeng pagsabihan ng kanyang sitwasyon. But she opened up everything to the Lord. And it's a good thing because we understand from this passage in 7 to 8, that the Lord spoke to her. The angel of the Lord found her. Now, the angel of the Lord, let me just mention about this. Ano po ito, no? Hindi angel of the Lord lang ito. The angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord is a theophany or Christophany of Jesus Christ. So therefore, lumalabas sa tatlong person po ng Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's not the Father who usually goes down. It's not the Holy Spirit who usually goes down in the Old Testament. The one who usually goes down is the Son. Yun po yung second person ng Trinity. So, yun po yung the angel of the Lord. Siya yung nagpakita sa burning bush, kay Moses. Siya yung naka-wrestling ni Jacob. Siya yung nakita ni Gideon. Siya rin po yung nakausap ni Manawa. And so, ito rin yung nangyari rin kay Abraham. That's why the angel of the Lord, many believe, is a form or a manifestation of Jesus Christ during the time. And it's God who is actually speaking to Hagar by a spring of water in the wilderness, a spring on the way to shore. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress Sarai. Verse 9, the angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her. Tinatama niya si Hagar, hindi ito, huwag ganito, balik ka uli sa kanya. Kahit na minamaltrato ka, balik ka lang, submit to her. Si Lord naman na mag-vindicate sa atin eh. 
kahit naman maltratuhin tayo ng ibang mga tao, si Lord pa rin naman vindicate sa atin. You just have to learn to wait. Because I believe that if you learn to wait, it's not just, of course, you that will be changed, but you will also even know God more in your life. The angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be outnumbered for multitude. Now, in this case as well, kung halimbawang naghintay lamang po si Abraham at si Sarai, then they will know the Lord more that the Lord is a promise-keeping God. Ang nangyari ito, si Hagar, kumbaga nabigyan rin ng promise na ganito, na fulfill rin po sa life po ni Hagar. However, ang consequence noon is that when Abraham went out of the will of the Lord, hindi lang po siya naapektuhan, ang naapektuhan pati ang generation nila. That is why sa generation po ni Hagar, after Ishmael of course, and sa generation ni Isaac, nagkaroon ng animosity ang generation nila that the Muslims and the Jewish people right now have this kind of you know, disagreement with one another. Nagkaroon po silang banggaan sa generation nila. Isang tao lang po yun ang may kagagawan. Of course, you're talking of, I would say, Abraham, who did not exercise his leadership. And we have to really be careful in terms of decision-making. Because if we will not learn to wait for the Lord's move, then it will not only affect us, it will also even affect our generation as well. Apektado po yung nasa ibaba po natin. Kapag hindi po natin natutunang maghintay sa Panginoon. And in this case, I would say that is already, of course, the effect of that. And I would say that the Lord loves the generation of Ishmael, even up to now, because they also share the blessing. But of course, we also understand that kung hindi sana sinuway ni Abraham at ni Sarai ang utos ng Panginoon, may kita muna, everything will just, they will just enjoy the unity of the nation. But right now, the nation is divided. Nahiwalay po ang nation na yon. So next verse, it says here in verse 11, And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has listened to your affliction. And he shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone, and everyone's hand against him, and he shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. The Lord is already telling him about the character of this young boy when he grows up. And so verse 13 Dito nang nakilala ni Hagar kung sino talaga ang Panginoon. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. For she said, Truly, here I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore, the well was called Bir Lahai Roy. It lies between Kadesh and Bered. In other words, Hagar, si Hagar pa ang nakilala ng gusto sa karakter ng Panginoon at sa attribute ng Panginoon instead of si Abraham at si Sarai. Because they have not learned to wait. And I'm sure that if we also learn to wait, then we will really know who God is in our life. Sige lang, hintay lang tayo. May kita muna ang Panginoon, He really is a promise-keeping God. And He will fulfill His promise. And lalo na, even as we get to know the Lord, you will really see how good He is in your life. At sasabihin mo, alam mo, napakabuti talaga ng Panginoon sa aking buhay. In the book of Kings, in 2 Kings 5, 9-10, in this case, Naaman, hindi siya natuto maghintay rin. Why? Because we can see here that in verse 9, So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and stood at the door of Elijah's house, and Elijah sent a messenger to him saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times. Now, seven times. Para po kay Naaman, ang tagal-tagal noon, seven times. And your flesh shall be restored and you shall be clean. Ang sagot ngayon ni Naaman, But Naaman was angry and went away saying, Behold, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call upon the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and cure the leper. Ang akala niya, ang tinitingin niya, akala ko eh, ang gagawin ni Elisha, pupunta siya sa harapan ko at ipag-pray ako, you know, wagay-way lang ng konti, magaling ka na ako. Pagkatapos, magaling na ako. Tagal naman, nagmamadali ako eh. Pwede bang after one minute, magaling na ako? 
may ganun po minsan ang tao, kaya minsan kapag halimbawang hindi ka gumagaling sa iyong karamdaman, may tendency pumunta sa albularyo minsan. <laughs> ang tagal na magpagaling ni Lord, makapunta na nga doon kay Mang Isko. Buti pa doon kay Mang Isko, ano, nagtatawas, ano, may mga nabalita, ano, gumaling na raw. Eh. Napakabilig. Gusto na mga mabilisan. Not knowing that the effect of that will really be something that will affect even their generation. So in the case of Naaman, hindi naintindihan to. Pero ano sabi rito? You go clean yourself up in that river seven times. So verse 12 sabi rito, namili pa siya, nagmarunong ito si Naaman. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? But ako pupunta sa Jordan, ang dumi-dumi ng Jordan. Ang ilog yun, napakarumi. Kasi yung Jordan River po, marumi po yun. Namili siya na medyo maganda yung gusto niya, nasa mga village pa. Gusto ko yung mga nasa village, wala yung mga swimming pool sa village. Para talagang kasi medyo malinis-linis naman. Ano ako eh, kumandante ako. Kailangan yung medyo mali, yung talagang malinis, yung excellent na pool dapat. Wala bang iba dyan na pwedeng puntan. Kaya di ba ibang kapag namimili, Lord, hindi guwapo Lord. Wala ba iba na mas, mas guwapo na? Eh, alam kong hindi krisyano pero guwapo. Pero at least pag naging krisyano yan, guwapo na. Bubuon aginin ko na lang kay pastor yan. Dadaling ko na lang sa church yan. Ito kasing ano, ito kasing krisyano na hindi guwapo. Parang ang hirap ano, pagwapuhin eh. Pero paano kung sinabi Lord na anak, ito yung binibigay sa iyo. Pagka naging krisyano yan, pag nakita mo yung kabaitan yan, guwapo na rin yan. Di ba? Kaya yung mga misis po, di ba, nung naging Christian po yung mga mister po niyo, di ba mas lalong gumwapo? Kaya kapag halimbawang may mga case po na gano'n, kapag meron pong dinan, hindi ko sinasabing kapag meron lumapit na uh, yun na yun, Lord, okay? Hindi naman gano'n. Let's not use our own judgment. Kasi minsan nagmamarunong tayo eh. Mas marunong ka pa kay Lord. E palitan na kaya kayo ni Lord ng posisyon. Sa case na ito si Naiman, nagmarunong. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus. Mas marunong ka pa. But his servants came near and said to him, My father, it is a great word the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, Wash and be clean? Ito yung sinabi ni Elisha, Gawin mo na lang. You have to do it, sabi ng mga servants sa kanya. So what he did was to do it. So he went down and dipped himself how many times? Seven times. In the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child and he was clean. 2 Kings 5.14 Seven times. Bakit seven times? Dahil ba trip lang ni Lord na seven times? Hindi. It reflects His attribute. Because the, the number seven, it is a symbol of the attribute of the Lord. It reflects who He is. Perfect God. It reflects, of course, His attribute that He is infinite and wise and all-knowing and everything about Him. So yun ang hindi nakikita ngayon ni Naiman. That's why, again, you have to always see things in the eyes of the Lord habang naghihintay ka. Tingnan mo, yung kabutihan ng Panginoon habang naghihintay ka. Naalala ko tuloy isang kwento. Ewan ko nga ba bakit ako napupunta sa mga marriage-marriage. No? Pero hindi po siya naghihintay ng husto. Kaya nangyari, yung guy na dinala niya sa church, you know, akala niya Christian kasi nagtataas na kamay. Sabi niya, Christian na to, nagtataas na kamay. Kumakanta na. Aba, nagpapadisciple na, Christian na. Si pastor pa nagdi-disciple, ay Christian na nga talaga. After na makasal, lumabas yung tunay na kulay. At hindi na pumunta ng church. At gusto pang dibatihin si pastor. Wala siya magawa. Siyempre, but they are already married. That's why sometimes, you know, that decision-making that we make will not only affect us, but it will also affect the people around us. That's why you have to always be careful and say, Lord, I want to know you more as I wait. And as I wait, I want to see your goodness. I want to see your faithfulness in my life. Don't be in a hurry. Huwag kang magmamadali. But learn to wait upon the Lord. After all, si Abraham nga naghintay na 25 years. I'm, hindi ko sinasabi maghintay ka ng 25 years. But since sabi ko is that you just have learned to have that spirit of waiting. Learn to wait. 
The book of Psalms says, sabi sa Psalm 46:10, Be still and know that I am God. Be still. You have to learn to be still. You have to learn to always sit and ponder that He is God. Now, let me go to my third point. Waiting patiently for the Lord leads us to trust God's move. Second is that waiting patiently for the Lord leads us to know Him more. And third is that waiting patiently for the Lord leads us to walk with Him always. Mas lalo tayo naglalakad kasama niya at binabago niya po tayo. Yun po ang kagandahan nun. Habang tayo po ay naghihintay sa kanya, binabago niya tayo habang naglalakad tayo kasama niya. Genesis 17, 1-2 says, When Abram was 99 years old, dun po, of course, binigay si Isaac sa kanya, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty, walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. And when you walk with the Lord as you wait, then it changes you so much. You become blameless and you become upright and you become a man of integrity, a woman of integrity, a woman of patience as well. And I would say that this is what happens whenever we, of course, wait on the Lord. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in His way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Psalm 37.7 Huwag mo i-compare sarili mo sa ibang mga tao. Don't even tend to compare yourself with others because God is dealing with you. God is not dealing with them. Let the Lord deal with them. Let the Lord deal with you. Don't compare yourself with your kamag-anak. Buti pa yung mga kamag-anak namin, ganito na, but kami ganito pa rin. Huwag mo i-compare. May tinuturo sa'yo si Lord. Ang gusto ituro ni Lord sa'yo is that you have to learn to worship Him and serve Him and obey Him. Meron po ako nakita isang kanta, yung kanta na ito sa isang movie, pero hindi ko nakakantahin to. Babanggitin ko lang. Tutulain ko na lang, okay? Sabi po sa kantang ito, I'm waiting. I don't know if you know this song. I'm waiting on you, Lord, and I am hopeful. I'm waiting on you, Lord, though it is painful, but patiently, I will wait. I will move ahead, bold and confident, taking every step in obedience. While I'm waiting, I will serve you. While I'm waiting, I will worship. While I'm waiting, I will not faint. I'll be running the race even while I wait. I'm waiting on you, Lord, and I am peaceful. I'm waiting on you, Lord, though it's not easy, no, but faithfully, I will wait. Yes, I will wait. Hindi po madaling maghintay. Kumbaga, minsan, wala kang peace. But you have to have that peace. Minsan, masakit, kasi ang dami nang kumukutya sa'yo. Pero okay lang. At hanggang ngayon, nandiyan ka pa rin sa posisyon yan. Okay lang. Kasi meron tinuturo si Lord sa akin para mag-worship ako ng gusto sa Panginoon, para mabago niya ako ng gusto. Bakit hanggang ngayon, wala ka pa rin asawa? Okay lang. Basta importante, nagsiserve ako sa kanya. After all, ang pinaka-reward talaga natin kung tutuusin, hindi naman talaga yung mga bagay na ikita natin sa mundong ito. Our reward is really found in the Lord Himself because God is our great reward. Amen. So what? Kung ano hindi matupad yon. This is found in that movie. Okay? Fireproof. Doon po yan. Kasi it's about marriage. If you are a married person, if you have not yet watched this, you watch this. It will encourage you so much. This talks about, you know, halos ma-divorce. Anyway, hindi ko na ikakwento. Baka para at hindi na maano. So, yun na yun. It will encourage you to really wait. And if you are waiting for your marriage to be restored, you be busy in the Lord's work while waiting. Habang hinihintay mo yung mister mo na magbago, you serve the Lord. Habang hinihintay mo yung anak mo na magbago, then you worship the Lord and you serve Him and you obey Him. Kesa ang focus mo masyado 
ay yung parang tuliro ka palagi do sa taong yon. Instead of doing that, then you honor the Lord and say, Lord, I will choose to wait. And even though these things are not yet happening, you know what will happen? Sabi nga ng book ni Habakkuk, chapter 3, 17 to 18, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Ang sabi ni Habakkuk, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. So what? So what kung hindi pa nangyayari mga bagay nito? So what kung halimbawa hindi pa nag-improve yung aking karamdaman? So what kung halimbawa hanggang ngayon, ito pa rin yung aking sakit? Maghihintay pa rin ako sa Panginoon. I will still choose to rejoice. So what kung halimbawa hindi pa ako napopromote? Ano ngayon? Magpupuri pa rin ako sa Panginoon. Wala makakatalis ng joy. Nobody can take the joy in my heart. I will choose to be joyful in the Lord. I will choose to have the peace of the Lord in my heart. I don't care what other people say. I will choose to honor the Lord. And I will choose to worship Him. And that's what's important. That we choose to honor Jesus Christ in everything that we do. As we wait. Amen. Lord God, thank you so much for your word that encourages us. If you're praying right now and you're saying, Pastor, can you pray for me that I will always choose to wait, whatever happens. If this is the will of the Lord in my life to wait for His move, then so be it. I will wait. And pray for me that I will choose to worship and choose to honor Him and choose to serve Him while I'm in the process of waiting. So that I will not encounter anything that will affect my life if I disobey Him. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, teach your people to wait. Teach them, Lord God, to always wait for your move, to wait for breakthroughs in their life, to wait, Lord God, for financial breakthroughs, to wait, Lord God, for healing in their life, to wait, Lord God, for restoration, to wait, Lord God, for promotions in their life, to wait, Lord, for that time wherein their family will get saved someday, to wait, Lord, for the transformation that is about to take place in the life of their loved ones and their life as well, that while waiting, Lord, you are changing them. You are truly transforming them. Lord, it is not about us. It is about Jesus Christ in our lives. We choose Lord, to rejoice. We choose to honor the Lord while waiting. And we will not fret. Kahit ng ibang mga tao, ito na yung kanilang napupuntahan at ito na yung mga nangyayari sa kanila, yung mga kamag-anak namin, kaibigan namin, ka-office meet namin, ka-batch namin sa college, nandito na sila sa lugar na ito. We don't care. What really is important is that what you are doing in our life. Salamat po ng maraming Panginoon. We choose, Lord God, to praise you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.